Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, talking about building that very important relationship with your angels, with the ones sending you messages, including angel numbers. Also, it's our 111th episode. So excited. So grateful. So blessed. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Actually, I do have a question okay. about 111 and 222 and all those numbers that we always talk about. Now, I know when you see 111 yeah. or you see 222, you're supposed to do something, right? Right. Take a snapshot, whatever okay. whatever you come up with, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. We've already actually talked about it on a previous episode. I totally forgot what we said. but um, <laughs> I'm going to have to get you to read a book. Yeah. I'll, well, a few weeks I'll read your book. But Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you actually just hear it? Like right now I'm going to say 111. Does that mean anything? Total- counts yeah really? so, yeah so it's seeing or hearing yeah you don't remember this but like um back when i was deciding oh my gosh like it was re- i was really at a crossroads like do i go back to teaching or do i really put all my energy into this aura reading stuff because i was at that that point um a few years ago and i had to make a decision and i was seeing like all these signs everywhere and uh at the time brianna and it's gonna kill me how old was she i think she was four she was four and she said and they came home from school or whatever and i had been seeing all these signs and i and i asked okay can i like one more sign because i need to know that this is the right place to put all my energy and whatnot and she's like hey mommy guess what today's dr seuss's 111th birthday because they were learning about it in school and i was like oh my god that's weird yeah if you hear it it counts if you see configurations of the number it counts too like maybe in nature you see kind of like something that looks like 111 or 222 kind of if you see like two birds sitting on your uh car or patterns of things like that counts too so any sort of thing that you see and you know the shapes of things or whatever all that can okay. can count all right so i'm gonna, i'm just going to shout out some numbers and hopefully <laughs> 214 377 581 you know one person will be like that was my number yeah i'm going to get like a dm now you know saying oh that was my number it's like all a right, big so, goal yeah all right so that's okay that's good to know i didn't good know good to that. know all right all right interesting so i think before we actually get started you know we we're going to talk about disney our trip to disney and oh aura color in yeah. a little bit but before that, I think we need to do a huge thank you because to the fans, to everyone that listens, to Adam and the team at Wave, to Jemmy who started us uh, in the beginning because, you know, without all that, we wouldn't be here. 100%. Yeah. I mean, we in the beginning did not know from week to week if the podcast was going to go keep going. Yeah. You know, we had decisions to make the, at the beginning. It was all funded by donations. All donations. And a few sponsors from the Mystic and Catalyst Spiritual Family. Yes. Like uh, Nancy Anderson yeah. and people like that. Backblade. Backblade. And, yeah. yeah. And we didn't know. We we had no idea. We actually got the the thing that actually kept us going was an 11-11 bomb. Oh, my God. Which we do every year now on the Mystic and Catalyst Spiritual Family page. Yeah. To but, other people. Right. Yeah. To other people. But the first year, they did it to us. Yeah. On 11-11, all of a sudden, I opened up my PayPal because it cost us money every week to put on and a lot of money to like to to make the episode because you know you have to pay to edit and rightfully so it's a job it's a big job yeah and you have to pay to edit and we were like okay we'll just go week to week and and it was getting to the point where everyone was like oh when's the next episode it's like oh my god we have to pay for that and it was kind of like a do or die and then i open up my 
phone and you all 1111 bombed me. <laughs> like, and this was, this was just so unexpected. And we, because of that, we were funded for many more weeks. Right. Because of you all. Yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, I get emotional thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. And it's true. And, and we weren't as consistent back then also because yeah. we, didn't, we weren't doing it every single week. This, now we, I think we punched out every week of the year yeah. here, except for the two for, for Christmas uh, and New Year's. But no, it's, it's been an incredible journey. It's, it's because of them yeah. um, that keep us going. You know, that you always said that, you know, if, if you need them to, you know, you need that support, whatever. Yeah, 100%. Like if I, I remember like at this point, I was like, listen, like I'm not going to continue if people don't want it. You know, obviously, like this was something I wanted to try and we tried it and it, w- it just took off. And at one point it was like, okay, I can't keep just asking for donations or like it was getting hard to, to keep up the, the financing part. And then like an angel swooping in, Wave Podcast <laughs> Network picked us up. And then I never had to worry about it anymore. They just took over. So I really feel like, um, and, and this is just for all of you too listening, if something's meant to be, it'll just happen. And, and it'll just happen, and it's not, and it, it'll be a lot of hard work, but you won't hit a bunch of closed doors, you know? Like, th- there's a difference between hard work and struggle. And for some things in your life, and this was with me, this has been a lot of hard work, but it's been amazing how it's just because of all of you, it's been a flow. So I'm very appreciative of, of every single one of you. I mean, the stories that we hear fuel me and I know they fuel you too, Scott, like uh, people telling me, oh, my relationship with my mother is better because I understand her through aura color now, or my husband and I listen on Thursday nights and we discuss after, or my best friends, we get together and I'll do aura color stuff. You know, I'll never forget getting a picture of a girl's trip and they all wore their aura colors <laughs> to camping. I mean, it, it's hysterical to me and it's so touching. People telling me how this got them through um, sickness in their life. They listened during chemo. People telling me they listened, you know, after a, a death of a loved one. People telling me they listened during tough transitions. People telling me they listened during stay-at-home orders. I mean, that, I, that, that, that any of this resonates in any way is fuel to me and I'm just so blessed for each and every one of you that you could get anything out of this podcast because that's it is truly for you and about you yeah I mean it I mean just for me it's changed me this actually doing this podcast I mean I make it about me now I have to <laughs> here we here go come, make it about red. you Scotty <laughs> no I mean the stuff that I've learned through listening to your teachings oh, and wow. you doing those teachings you know as me as an example Using me, you're example. always my example. Yeah, you are. You're always. My I mean, I've had a couple of breakdowns on the on the podcast. You know, you you've read my my uh, grandparents. You've on the podcast one episode. Yeah. You went into my inner child on one episode. <laughs> I was hypnotized on one episode. Oh my god, you were. So you, you know, I've learned so much about myself through this and understanding my colors, which I didn't understand as well. It's helped before me too. It you know, just trying just. Just like when I was teaching, you know, sometimes breaking this stuff down into teachable chunks, it's been good for me too. Because like now in life, as I go through life, I'm like, oh, you know, if something happens to me or I see something or during a reading, I'm like, man, that would make a great podcast episode. <laughs> you know, it's great for me to kind of put it all together. And I feel like, oh, I can put it down and maybe can help somebody else, 
be a catalyst in their life the way it was a catalyst for somebody else. So it's helped me to kind of organize myself, um, which, you know, I'm purple, so I need lots of help with that. So we are so thankful to you all. We are so thankful, so grateful. All right, we have an uh, ad from Upstart. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our trip to Disney in Aura Color. You guys, yeah. What would you do if you didn't have those high-interest loans or credit card debt? Can you imagine what what freedom that would feel like for you. Well, with Upstart, you can pay off your existing debt quickly and easily. And, you know, you can start living your life without that weight, without that burden. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, your current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes. For loans between $1,000 to $50,000, you can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So, Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash K-Y-A. That's upstart.com slash K-Y-A. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. We appreciate that. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. That's upstart.com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So, poor Scott. (laughs) The last time we went to Disney, I think the kids were nine and, what is it? Nine and, help me out with math. Two. Three. Three. Nine and three. Okay. And last time we went, we went to Magic Kingdom and you were like, don't ask me to come back here for five years. Well, it's been less than five years because you wanted to go to King's Landing, which is this place you can kayak in you know Central Florida. And right. of course, you got shut down hard. I was willing to go. The children were going. Were like, no, they refused. They found all these TikTok videos of alligators coming up to people and hissing. And <laughs> I wanted to do the canoe of tragedies again. Okay. Yeah, and the kids like were like hard no, and you and I'm like, listen, like you know, you're so affected by them. Like I'm the type I can do this. This is like where my indigo does not like my feeling other people's feelings is my own. Like you know what. I don't care. Like, get in the canoe. You'll have a good time. And after, we won't remember that you whined. You know, it's good for you. It's fun. No alligators are going to hiss at you. It's fine. And you're like, no, I can't. Like, because you just can't handle anybody being upset during something you're trying to have fun at. And meanwhile, your mom kept saying, oh, I really want to go to Epcot. I really want to go to Epcot one of these days. Epcot. We've never been to Epcot. And so it all came together. And here we are. We bought tickets to Epcot. For right. the Monday before Thanksgiving. Right. So here, here's the list of characters. List so, of characters. Right. Okay, give us the cast. So, all right. Myself, red and blue. <laughs> Mystic Michaela, purple and indigo. <laughs> Brianna, red and purple. Abby, turquoise and purple. <laughs> my dad, Bert, free Bert, yellow, blue. And my mom, red and purple. Okay. All right. So those, those are, th- there are everybody's orders. Helene, because like, you know, that'll come up a lot. Okay. Yes. Right. All right, so that's the cast. That's our cast. That's who you're going. Now, we're going 
you know, we drive to Orlando, we get to the hotel all right away. I feel like you, Scott, were determined to be grumpy red the entire trip. And I'm going to tell you, my purple loved it. It was hysterical to me. It was so funny how grumpy you were. Brianna and I were dying. We kept taking pictures of you when you didn't know you were looking because your arms were crossed and you were slumping in corners looking grumpy. I didn't know that. You just didn't want to be there. (laughs) It's just, it was a hundred percent obvious to us all that you hate Disney and you didn't want to be there, but you were going and you, and you made yourself leader of the trip. Okay. The first, the first thing is, it's, you know, Checking into a hotel with my parents is an ordeal. It is. It's true. They have like – my mom has like 100 questions. She's like screaming in my ear. She's screaming at everyone. They, they scream a lot. They, they do. They're not screaming in a bad way. They no. just talk very loudly and they don't understand that there's other people in like a hotel lobby that can hear it. Right. And normally when we go – the four of us, you know, I, we have Hilton. I only go Hilton, not an ad. Uh, and I have my Hilton app, and I check in before, and everything's all yeah. set. You're very, like, Red Aura proud of being a Diamond member. Right. It's but like they had points. You. Okay, so they, they had points, so they treated us to the to the hotel. Very sweet. But they don't have the app. They don't know how to check in. Yeah. They they call. <laughs> like, who calls to they make a hotel room? They, they still call <laughs> and get, like, an agent. So the whole thing was, like, a mess. Like, so right from the start, the rooms were not the rooms that we wanted. You know, they had one room on like the third floor, one room on the sixth floor. So it was a whole mess. One room was ready. One room was not ready. Yeah. So it was, you know, it wasn't the easiest of And, and your dad, entries. he's a yellow and he's very organized, but, his, but he stopped. He's like yellow 1995. Like, it's like he stopped because yellows usually are really up on tech and they're really up on like organizing and they're up on self-improvement and like, like a yellow today would have been on top of the apps and stuff like that. But he's like, he's on top of calling. So you're dealing with a yellow person who's like, why don't you just call Scott? Why don't you <laughs> call this right, number? Right. And it's like, nobody cares when you call anymore. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just a lot of that. All right. The so three we, of you. Yeah. yeah so we right. finally get checked in. Abby goes to the, the pool, has the time of her life. Yes. Everything's good. There's free snacks, so now everyone's happy. Everybody's happy, free snacks, yeah. Then we decide we're going to go to Disney Springs. That's like their, if you've never been to Disney Springs, that's like their restaurants. It's free to go in. Yeah, it's free to go in. They have all their restaurants, their shops, but it is insane there. There's. I didn't think it was that bad. There was like hundreds and thousands of millions of people. If it's not hot, I don't notice the crowds as much, and it was nice and cool, so... So, but yes, there was a lot. There were a lot of people, and there was no way to get a, a, a restaurant reservation. That's true. Right? Yeah. The, the wait times are ridiculous. Now, yeah. I have. There's six of us. There's okay? six. Yes. The four of you, the well, five of you, sorry, have no idea where they're going. I don't know where I am. I'm ever. the only. And by the way, we've been there many times. I still don't. I'll never know where I am. <laughs> okay, so I know the place pretty well. You know, I you know I can't get lost there. The rest of you are like just wandering around, head in the clouds. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the tree. I mean, to take keep- a picture. Take a picture. <laughs> right. So it's almost. So I'm basically the leader. You know, I'm the red. I'm, I'm leading. Like so angry the whole time. You're like this way. Stop looking at the tree. <laughs> Never said stop looking. <laughs> at- I don't are. recall ever saying stop looking at the tree. And we're getting hungry. Right. So that's like when, I mean, I wasn't getting hungry, but the rest of you are like getting a little cranky, hungry. Well, nobody's cranky. You were getting cranky and hungry, but the kids were like, I'm hungry. I want chicken. Well, they, they didn't eat it. It was like 9 p.m. It's true. Ever, people were hungry. And I guess as a mother, I should have cared more. It's just I was in Disney and I get very distracted. 
Right. And every re- I'm right. Like, so oh, we're going I'll up, get them a I'm going up to every restaurant <laughs> trying to get a reservation. I'm even telling them, "Hey, just could you read their colors?" I'm like, "Could you just read you the were, whole?" You I were trying. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, "Scott, nobody cares." <laughs> I think they oh, would. And your dad thought that he could give people 20 bucks and and skip the 2-hour line. Right. And he kept saying to people like, "Do you like cash?" And they were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I mean Okay, for, talk about inappropriate. All right, so they have theme restaurants there, obviously. Yeah, you know, like fake theme fake, restaurants. Yeah, fake theme restaurants. One is an Irish pub, okay? <laughs> There's an Irish pub restaurant. It's a fake Irish restaurant. It's not really an Irish yeah, restaurant. Yeah, the people that work there aren't actually Irish. So They're Disney my, employees. My dad goes, you know, he's, he's bribing the guy, trying to bribe the guy to get us in early. <laughs> and then he's telling every, the, the hostess, that they're they're Irish. That you're Irish. Yeah, he's like the pointing kids at are, me. He's par- like, we have a real Irish. Irish here. We got real Irish people here. Let us. In. And they're just like, okay, I'm like that. They don't care that they're really Irish. You got like embarrassed for me. Yeah. Like it was, it was so embarrassing. So but whatever. He was just having a fun time. Okay. All right. So okay, so that's Disney Springs. Oh, right. what was really funny is. We were so lost at one point. I mean, we weren't. You were just trying to, like, herd us in one direction. And then out of nowhere, this, like, Latin singing group comes on the main stage. And they start, like, just, you know, just music, like, Latin music. And it was amazing. And anybody in the crowd that was Latin just started dancing. And then the kids went crazy. Like, Abby's dancing. And then, like, you're just trying to get us moving. (laughs) And we all stopped to take a dance break. And just your face when it was supposed to be this, like, joyful time. Okay. Okay. You're like, kids, keep moving. Stop dancing. Uh, All right. Stop dancing. So what I did was, okay, so my bread kicked in. I, we had to eat, okay, and it just wasn't happening. You know, we had our name down at the oh. Irish restaurant. It was like a two-hour wait. Yeah. I put you all in a spot. You did. I put you all on these uh, rocking chairs. Yes. Which we actually found. It was unbelievable. And I told you, just wait here. Do not leave this area. Whatever happens, do not leave here. Right, we did it. And then I went off on my own. So, because I'm much quicker that way. I could just go here, there. I could turn. I could go left, right, whatever. <laughs> right. And I find this restaurant. They, and I go, and you know, they tell me 15 minutes. Wow. I put my name right down. I rush back. Everyone was there. I'm surprised you guys all listened to me. Yes. But you did. And then we were able to finally we, we eat. We ate. Yes. Yeah. So, it was good. Yeah. So that was good. They did charge four fifty for a fountain beverage. Yeah, at least. Um, <laughs> I think per sip. I think it was four fifty per sip. <laughs> very expensive. Every sip you took. Yeah. So we, we finally ate. Uh, you know, then we decide, all right, let's get some souvenirs. At, at Disney Springs, they have this massive... Disney gift shop. It's huge. Huge. There's 10,000 people in there at any given time. Um, (laughs) Quite literally 10,000 people. Okay. So I have the pack behind me and they're going in and everyone's going in different directions. I'm trying to keep everyone together. (laughs) Every time I turn my head, there's at least three people missing. Okay. Then I hear my name being shouted across the store, like with a megaphone, Scott, Scott, you know, (laughs) I mean, do other does this happen with other families? Are they screaming each other's name I across didn't the see entire other store? People doing that? No, I didn't see that and then, either. Like, we none of us keep our phones on, so there's no way you'll ever find us, except like an old yeah. school way. Yeah, that's the other thing. So my mom and dad get lost, and my mom's screaming at him, "Why did you pick up the phone? Why did you pick up your phone?" Yeah, and he doesn't keep his phone on. He doesn't even know how to work his phone. Yeah, so it's like herding cats. Yeah, in the store. So you we know, finally get, find right. things. Yeah, I mean, Abby's picking out the craziest oh items to buy. Oh like, my god! You know, seventy dollars for like a hair clip. You know, the headbands are thirty five dollars. Those Mickey ears. Yeah, 
Well, she so, got a pair. She did. She like refused to put it down. Right. I don't know what we would have done. You can't walk in there and and say no. Right. It's just not going to happen. So then you know. So I always get to this point where I'm like, all right, I'll just put them somewhere, and then I'll take one or I'll go myself and figure it out. Right. So I put. So we we got out of that store. We went to another store. I put you all at a bench. Yeah. I took Bree into the store. She didn't get anything <laughs> at the first store. I get we get her something. We're online. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like breathing a little easier. Okay, fine. We got the gifts. Right. All of a sudden. Going the opposite direction of a, the line <laughs> is my are my parents. They're going like upstream. They're going upstream through through, the, a line. through the line. The line's huge. Yeah, and they're screaming, of course, my name. You know, and it's a single Scott. file line, yeah, so a that's a tight line. squeeze during pandemic. <laughs> right. They find us. I'm like, why aren't you in your spot? I, I just sit in the spot. We'll be there. So fine, they agree. They'll go back to the spot. Then they go the opposite direction out. So it's like they <laughs> they, they, they didn't learn. They couldn't learn. They to go no, they can't learn. <laughs> It's just so much. It's, so, it's so much. that's Disney Springs. You were like herding cats. It yeah. was, you were very grumpy. Right. And, and that's how that went. Okay. So next day. <laughs> Epcot everyone, day. Everyone's probably like, all right. Everyone's uh, like, all right, uh, there is a 30 second <laughs> button. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but we have to do Disney and aura color. Okay. Okay. We get, we go to Epcot. We decide we're going to Epcot this year, not the Magic Kingdom. Now, here's the thing with any of these parks. It's like two hours before you even get into the park. It's true. You know, you got to park the car, then yeah. you got to walk like a mile. A lot of red rants. First, you got to pay for parking. And if you're with a red aura person, get ready. Right. Get ready for that rant. Right. So you got you to pay, <laughs> pay the $25 for parking. Like we're, hold on. Like the, we're just sitting in line because you have to wait in line to actually pay for the parking, which correct. is $25 a car. Right. Hundreds of cars. Okay. Right. And if you're with a red aura person, this is what you hear. Look at this. All this money they're making. How do they sleep at night? $25 a car all day long. Millions of dollars. Like, all, I mean, just going on and on and on and on and on. Take my money. Then you, you have this, like, dramatic thing where you're like, take my whole wallet. Take my blood. You know, if they're going to charge $25 to park and, like, $150 a ticket, like, my car better get, like, a car wash while it's sitting there. You know, they better pamper that car. nothing. Nothing. All right. Walk, you know, now now you get to the thing, you gotta wait online to get your ticket, like to yeah, show your ticket, the then you gotta wait online call. to show your you know, your bag check, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Fine, you're in, it's a half hour. Now what? All right, now we need a stroller. Because you know, we realized the night before Abby at Disney Springs basically has a quarter mile in her and then she's done. <laughs> So we had to get a stroller. You know, we figured we were over the stroller stage, but we're no, not. No. And she she smushed herself in that stroller, I'll tell you. Right. She understood right away, right. like, you know what? We're going to just make ourselves fit. Yeah. I and was going to get the electric. I wanted the electric scooter. No, that would have been a nightmare. Okay. Nobody would know how to turn it or park it right. or do, no. Okay. And my dad wanted the wheelchair. So we all wanted something different, <laughs> but we settled on the stroller. <laughs> So then I then I forgot my mask because indoors you got to wear your mask at Disney. Yes. So I forgot my mask. I'm like, oh my god, do I have to go back to the car? Then I walked into a store. They yelled at me they're like, you need a mask, sir. I'm like I don't have one. They don't really yell. They're like, well, they're nice. And, they they're say, polite. They yeah. have a line there. They're like, oh, put on your mask, friend. That's what they say. Right. Everyone says no, to that. To me, they know, knew I was grumpy. Oh, they, they, they kind of yelled at you. Yeah. Like, Get your mask on. Yeah. That, jerk. Yeah. So they, <laughs> that's what I heard. Disney. But actually, so I bought one. That was actually the cheapest thing I bought that day. It was a dollar fifty for you know, those paper you paid ones. For ones. I'm yeah, sure the they tried ones. to sell you the thirty dollar, right. which is like goofy ones. Like a box of fifty is like five dollars. So yeah. Anyway, 
So by the time you, you get settled, it's like two hours, three hours in. And then you go in the park, you're like, yay, oh, we're finally here. We're here. And then we get to like the first ride and it's like another hour and a half wait yeah. to see like Nemo, scenes from the Nemo movie or whatever. Yeah. So. But it was our first time at Epcot and I didn't know what to expect. And I've only ever been to Magic Kingdom. Not that I'm doing like a review, but I would say Magic Kingdom is better. I mean, just from a magical perspective, but from a space perspective, Epcot's better. Yes. I actually like Epcot better than Magic Kingdom because, well, first of all, in Magic Kingdom, there, it's like like a strollers are everywhere. Yes. You cannot get through because there's so many strollers. There's way more children. A lot more misery there. Yeah. Because I use my stroller as like children. a battering ram. Like, you do. So oh, really, oh, that's the other thing. I'm not allowed to push a stroller. No, you're terrible. I get, <laughs> that's what I hear. You can't be an indigo and push I a stroller. Indigos cannot push strollers. <laughs> they let everyone buy. So I'm the indigo and I can't. Like I move around, I move around yeah, people and stuff. You push through them. No, I push through them. I, I like butter, like a knife going through butter. That's what I use my stroller you're for. You're like those ice cutters in yeah. the Antarctic. Arctic. <laughs> That's exactly right. And at Epcot, it works because there's not another thousand strollers with yeah, you. Yeah, people move. Yeah. There's actually space to park your stroller, too. That's true. Disney, like, I never was even able to find my stroller once and you it, parked it. you really it. do suck the magic out of Disney. Thank you. I know you take that as a compliment. Like, honestly, like, I go and Abby and I are like, oh, my God, look at this. Look what's, where the princess is. We see Winnie the Pooh. And and you're like, come on, keep walking. And I'm like, but it's Winnie the, the Pooh. I want to. It's a guy in a costume. Come on. Keep walking. I'm like, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> it's Winnie the Pooh. Like ruining oh my it for gosh. me. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there is a lot less mi- misery at Epcot. I'm actually, actually, I was pretty good compared to Magic Kingdom. That's Cause, true. Because at, at Disney, like everyone looks miserable. Well, with the kids, everyone. Yeah. Like, well, you pay all this money and your kids are crying. Yeah, I mean that's going to happen. There's crying kids everywhere. Yeah, Epcot they don't have that as much. Well, there's more adults at Epcot, I think, and maybe older children. It's really not for kids as much Epcot, I would say. They don't care about the Europe or any That's like true. That. But, well, right. what we did notice was there's a definite uh, successful aura type at Disney, and it's yellow. Yellow, blue, or yellow, purple. That, that's our, the dominant color we're dominant saying. Dominant color. I would also say the greens do well at Disney. Um, but And I think the reason why... And this is because, like I said, we had a yellow in our group, but a 1995 yellow. You right. Know, he stopped at right. a certain point. Right. Um, and he, does, he didn't know that you had to download the Disney app and make reservations. If he knew that, everything would have been set up. But he doesn't understand how to do that. But anyways, and I think like because I don't care to do that, nor can I even handle making reservations. Because you're supposed to like, when you get your ticket, you're supposed to like download the app. And then, I don't know, there are certain points. I don't know when. You can like schedule what rides to go on for yourself. You can schedule restaurants to eat at. You could have done all that like a day or two or three before. Well, I did download that app. Yeah, but, but we didn't use it. Yeah, because everything they wanted, like $10 here, $20 here, my left arm there. I know. E- everything was like pay. Oh, my God. The Red Rants, just because now you have to pay for – there's no Fast Pass anymore. It's Lightning Pass or something, and you pay Fuck. 15 bucks a person to skip the line. This is my problem with it. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. okay. Go. Go. The park, the park is, is fantastic. Actually, Epcot, I thought, was a fantastic park. It, beautiful. It is the beautiful. grounds are beautiful. It's set up well. Here's the problem. You, so, they let so many people in they do. that you cannot enjoy it. It's just too many people. Like, they're, they're greedy. They're, they're just so <laughs> greedy. It's like if you could just let, you know, I don't know, let's say 75% of the people, then we could actually get, you know, sample the foods. We won't have to wait two hours for the restaurant line. But they let so many people in that it just doesn't become enjoyable for me. 
Yeah. You know, so it's, it, it could be a great place. So imagine, I, imagine I hearing this 20 times in one day when you're just trying to eat a Mickey Mouse pretzel or something. <laughs> well, you can't even get yeah, one of those. that was right. the Epcot. Yeah. I, but you know, you're right though, because I think the cast members are a little drained too because yeah, of too many people. They look drained. So they do look drained. They felt drained to me. Yeah. Um, they felt drained like they have to be this like most magical experience giver to every single person, but it's too many people it's to just, make like yeah. a Disney magic moment with. That is true. Yeah. I mean, like for me, look, it, it just when I'm in the, this kind of environment and I got this whole crew behind me, my red comes out more. And I, actually, I don't like the version of who I am now Aww. that I know that I'm like this red blue guy who, you know, has that sensitive side and cries on podcasts. Right. So, <laughs> but, like, you, but at Disney, you're like a tyrant. Yeah, because it just you're like, stop looking at things. Get it, elements. Like, but I like all I want. Like we're like we kind of look up. We're trying to look at the Europe places. Like, oh, look at this. Look at this. And just come on, move. Okay, I to keep moving. Come on. And you're like 10 steps ahead and nobody wants to leave you because then we won't know where we are. <laughs> so we keep following. You're like oh. a mother lion. Like we know we have to follow you. All right. Well, after we did get, you know, as much as we could in. Oh, here's the other. Okay. Oh, oh okay. here we go. I mean, I remember we're probably way over the time here, but. Well, they can fast they, forward. They, they have the Ratatouille line, which is like oh, this new it. Yeah. attraction. Terrible. And you couldn't even go on it. Because they, we're not yellow. They walk, We walked up and they're like, No. Like, what do you mean? I, we paid like $1,000 to get in here. <laughs> I can't did. go on the Ratatouille line? No. No. I because mean, it's a virtual queue and you're supposed to sign up for your time in line. By the way, you sign up for your chunk of time to wait. Yeah. So, like, I think the day before or something, you sign up. I don't know. I, that could well, totally I be wrong. But you have I to sign up that. before you even get in the park on the app. And they just give you a chunk of time. And then I think you're allowed to go wait for your two hours. But there was no room when we got there. Right. And they right. said, we're, yeah. Yeah. All right. So now the culminating event. Oh, okay. So yes. after a whole day of being you know, yelled at, trying to find you guys, yeah. going from here to here, waiting on lines all day long. Yes. It's like the fireworks are at 945. Right. It's nine o'clock. Nobody's we eaten haven't eaten dinner. Since lunch. We, you, you can't because everything's a three hour wait. Yeah. So Bree said, hey, I remember seeing a pretzel hot dog stand back in Germany. Right. So we're like, all right, let's go. So yeah. we went all the way from the beginning of the park again. Germany's yeah. like in the middle. This is our second loop. Right. Yeah. Second time going around. And me and Bree go off. We're, 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 we're like 20, I don't know how far ahead are we. We're Red's really aligned. You yeah. guys are just going. We're just going for it. We're right. going to find the line and then you'll catch up. You know where we're going. Right. We get to the spot. Me and Bree are like, it was in America. We're like, thank right. God. <laughs> yeah, like you guys go past every single other country where there were things we, to eat, but nobody right. wanted to eat there. Right. Uh, like, and then, and then, if of course you guys end up in the America. Yeah, we thought it was in Germany, but it was in America. Yeah, well, I mean, I would have eaten at any of the other places too, but it was just like there was Morocco. They weren't going to eat like yeah, the shrimp kebab. Eating, yeah, it's and, true. All right, but we yeah. fine. They're not eating sushi and stuff. We get to America. They have a hot dog, pretzel, and turkey leg stand. Oh my god! Me and Bree are high fiving. Yeah, we like we did it for everyone. They you know, Bree's that red aura too. Yeah, we, we're we're there. You're like chest bump. We could chest do that. <laughs> we get in the line. We don't want my mom there. We tell her, go get the table. Oh, God. Because I don't eat a turkey. Like, I don't, I don't need a hot dog. Yeah. I don't need a pretzel. Too much salt. Yeah. I mean, we're at the point where like, no, you're going to eat something You're going to eat something. Or you're eating nothing. You just eat what they have. Right. Yeah. So she's like, I'll eat nothing. Okay. And then they, you know, her and my dad are having a fight about the turkey leg. Oh, by the way, there's 30 people in line. Yes. And they're having a fight about this stuff. And they have it like where one person's outside of the line and one person's inside of the line and they're screaming at each other and there's like three people deep that have to listen to this. Right. So we finally get to the front of the line. Right. 
and I'm going to order like five hot dogs and pay like $200 for this. Well, there's a newlywed couple in front oh, of Oh, yeah, there's a couple right <laughs> in front of us. You forgot that. Yes, a newlywed couple having the time of their lives. They're in love. They're in love. I don't know if they are anymore. My mom <laughs> comes up right in front of their right face. Right in front of them. Start screaming as about as if they're invisible. I don't want a turkey leg. There might be barbecue sauce on it. We're trying to tell her there's no barbecue sauce on Your it. Your dad asked a random person who was holding a turkey leg if there was barbecue sauce on it. She's like, "No, why are you talking to me?" <laughs> anyway, so, so the newlywed couple is getting the news and they're delivering it. Yeah. So they no turkey legs. We're out of turkey. Yeah. Legs. They turn around. They're like, "Hey, there's no turkey legs." Oh my god. Okay. Your mom lost it. She's like, "What?" What? We thought you didn't want one. <laughs> like she freaked out. She freaked out. So, so we're getting hot dogs. We're like, okay, well, we'll okay. just get the hot dogs. Okay. Then the, the lady behind the counter says, that was our last hot dog. And then your mom just really lost oh my, it. We all lost it at that point. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out now. You're like, Disney's greedy. <laughs> Disney's greedy. The kids start crying. Right. Because it's so stressful. Abby's in the stroller. She lost it at this point. She's oh crying God. hysterically. She's like, everyone's so stressful. <laughs> I took her and I'm like, just get us pretzels. And I took her yeah. away. So <laughs> Bree's laughing hysterically because it's just so awful. Right. And, oh, and by the way, they went in the line the wrong way again. They did. They did. Well, you know, they, they were having did. a fight between yeah. <laughs> the, the newlywed couple. Okay. All anyways. right. So anyway, we get like the five pretzels. We spend yeah. the seven hundred dollars. It was very expensive. You know, four for wa- five pretzels. Five, five waters <laughs> were like eighty dollars. It was very expensive. And we got her an ice cream cone just to, you know, keep her quiet. But when they didn't have chocolate and only vanilla, it was a mess. It and was then, another scene. Yeah. And then as, you know, I'm eating my pretzel, which is very good. It's fine. And I just whisper in your ear, you know, it's going to be another five years. You're like, don't At ask me for another five, five years. Five years, five years. <laughs> but anyway, we did meet, get the fireworks show. Actually, they have a fantastic fireworks show. It's an incredible fireworks show. <laughs> and actually, because I really hate what fireworks is another thing with me. Don't oh like the God. fireworks, July <laughs> 4th, God, you know. Scott. But that fireworks show was impressive. And I actually shaved a year off. So... Four years. I, okay. Four years. All right. Well, that was our Disney adventure. Obviously, you want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back. It wasn't bad. All right. We have a couple of ads, and you're going to do your thing. Yeah. And then after that, we're going to read some of your aura colors. We're going to pick out some from that thread we did on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family yeah. page and tell you your colors. Okay. I'm always so excited when Skillshare is a sponsor of our podcast because I really use it. It's been such a a gift to my family. My kids use it. What is it? It's an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives. Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth. Um, I've talked about this class before. It's just, I can't say enough about it. It's so good. It's video for Instagram, tell an engaging story in less than a minute with Haliz. She tells you She teaches you how to really present a story in less than a minute. Her digital storytelling series is really helpful, very applicable for all sorts of different reasons. And and really why I like Skillshare is it creates catalysts, catalysts in your mind for creation. When you create, you find yourself. You become more of yourself. So important. So whether you're a dabbler or a pro, a hobbyist or a master, you are creative. You can discover what makes you that way with classes for every skill level. You don't have to be some sort of master to do this. You can be a beginner level like myself. Um, And Skillshare is super affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. And and if you have kids, they'll use it. Trust me. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash KYA and get a one-month free trial of premium 
membership. You can try it. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash K-Y-A. So during this holiday season, Everly Well can help you give more by gifting an Everly Well at-home lab test. You're giving your loved ones more comfort, clarity, self-discovery, and joy in well-being. Everly Well offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted, physician-reviewed results. You can choose from tests including food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid, and so much more. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships your test straight to your door with everything needed for a simple sample collection. You return the test to a CLIA certified lab with a prepaid shipping label. Then your physician reviewed results and insights are sent to your device in just days. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing. It came to my door. I, I got the food sensitivity test in just a few minutes. I completed it, sent it out. My results were given right to my phone. And such insight, such helpful information. And it just took a lot off of my mind. It answered a lot of questions for me. And you can give that to the people in your life. This holiday, give more of what matters with an Everly Well at-home lab test. And for our listeners, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash KYA. That's everlywell.com slash KYA for 20% off your at-home lab test. That's everlywell.com slash KYA. I don't think there's any accidents in life. And being able to talk about the angel numbers on the 111th episode of our podcast here, I feel like is one of those non-accidents in life. So yes, I wrote the angel numbers book. And in part one, I explain all about angel numbers and what they are and what it means when you get one and who's sending them to you. And in part two, there's an entire codex of each number and my interpreted meaning of each one. And in part three is a journal for you to do the work as you start seeing them in your life. But today I wanted to talk about, I guess, the behind the scenes of what angel numbers are, what they mean to you, what the biggest takeaways of them are, and what you need to remember when you see them in your life because that's the most important thing. My goal for you is to take ownership over the relationship you have with the high vibrational beings sending you these messages and understand what they mean and really apply them to your life so that you can live authentically and aligned. So let's start. So yes, my goal with writing the book was it's about you. It really is. You can look up, oh my gosh, I keep seeing this number. You know, what does it mean? You can look it up. You can look at my stuff. You can look at somebody else's stuff. You can look online. At the end of the day, your angels are your angels and they're sending you a message specific to you. And of course, it might be something that there's a collective consciousness meaning for that kind of aligns throughout or holds a thread that goes throughout. 
But truly, you have to interpret it for you and you have to personalize it for you. And that's really important. And that's a, a big a big discernment I want everyone to make. It's not a one-size-fits-all message. It's going to be tailored to you. So what are angels? I mean, you can call them whatever you want. You can, you can I'll use the word angels. Um, you can insert, you know, high vibrational beings, spirit guides, your higher self, the universe, whatever it is you want to put in there. That's what angels are. And the point of seeing their messages is to help you reach your potential. I mean, you could even, because not everybody likes to think about them as angels. Maybe you want to think of them as your higher consciousness speaking to you. Maybe you want to think of it as a universal love, a being of love sending you messages. You, You can think about it however you want. The point is, no matter who's sending them to you, it's supposed to get you to realize and live with your potential, within your potential. They want you to keep your soul contract intact. What is a soul contract? A soul contract is it's basically your list of objectives of what you needed to do when you, when you first came here. And when you're hitting your objectives, you feel aligned. Aligned can feel whole. You can feel content and peaceful. I'm not going to say happy because happy only occurs in moments. Wholeness is something that we need to strive for. And when you're living an aligned life to your soul contract or to your initial objectives for coming here, or basically you're just living out your purpose, your potential, you're living within context to allow you to express yourself in the best way possible, you are feeling something and that's connected and they want you to feel connected. This is a classroom. It really is. I am blessed enough to be able to do beautiful mediumship readings for my clients and Like I always say, when somebody passes, you become the medium yourself. We all have this ability. But just because I get to talk to so many different people from so many different walks of life, and I get to channel so many people on the other side that aren't related to me or anything, it's interesting the cohesive messages I get from a lot of them. And the biggest one would be, this is a classroom. I just read a woman the other day and she's an older woman and she's struggling with her very much adult children. I mean, this woman's in her eighties or the children are in their fifties. Okay. And, and her husband passed and he, he passed suddenly and he really left her with these two children who are causing her so much turmoil. I mean, just constant. They're still acting like they're six years old and she's doing everything for them in their life. And he came through basically just apologizing, but also with like, sorry, because this should have been squashed like 30 years ago and it wasn't. So I kind of left you with our children that were never taught to, to look out for themselves. I always squashed the issues for them. And 
but a, a big message I got from him was, and it was just, it's hard to explain. I guess it's something I just feel from a lot of these people, but from this person in particular, just, yeah, it's the same feeling you get when you flunked your class in, in like your freshman year of college or like your algebra class. You're like, Ooh, yeah, that wasn't good. You know, I flunked that. Oops, man, gonna have to, <laughs> gonna have to redo that. Did not do my best there. Lots of things I could have done differently. Um, that's the feeling I got. It, and, and what it is is perspective, really. This is a classroom and we go through life and sometimes we flunk certain areas. And on the other side, we have an opportunity. I feel they don't show me everything to, but to reflect and to gain perspective and to take notes and to take a lot of personal responsibility. And if you can realize that now, this is the gift I've gotten from doing readings for people. If you can realize this now, that everything that goes on is truly a test and it's truly an opportunity to be the best version of yourself that you can. And yeah, you're going to have pitfalls, but what's important is can you get yourself out of them? That's the message. So I, so when I feel you know, angel messages, a lot of it is very truthful and very straightforward. And a lot of the messages you'll get via angel numbers are the same. Because what they want you to do is to wake up, notice where you're at, get some perspective and nudge you on the right path. There's lots of things that get in the way of that. Your ego doesn't want you to change. It likes you to stay the same. So, you know, when it hears truth or when you get pointed in a direction that that's like a whole new project and you really don't feel like dropping all the things that you did to move on to something else. I mean, that's all stuff that you fight against in your psyche, but your angels who have the perspective going on, who have your soul contract in mind, who are working with your higher self to, hey, nudge you, hey, you're supposed to be doing this, not that. They're they're not shy about telling you the truth and they don't sugarcoat it. So a lot of times angel numbers, the way that they come to you are abrupt. They're um, major repetition. (laughs) You will not see it just once or twice. You'll see it all over the place to the point of almost like, wow, okay. They're aggressive. They're assertive. They will, and, and the more open you are, the more you'll notice it too. Because this is no joke. It's just get it together. Just like in class, when you see the slacking student, or maybe you were the slacker student, it's like, you know what? Enough excuses, study, put the work in, and do your best. And a lot of times these angel numbers are pretty much telling you the same thing. Sometimes they come through and they tell they give you support. Hey, we're here. Hey, we love you. You're not alone. Sometimes they're like that too. So the point is for most of them is it's kind of just like a nudge from beyond to get you back on track. If you're going to go through this life and you're going to hit potholes and you're going to feel pain, they want you to get the most out of it at least, that it's not in vain. So a lot of times when we're going through something, we're going to see angel numbers that are telling us like, hey, look at the bigger picture or take your lesson from it or take your reflection or personal responsibility or understand that this is just a short time and the goal is about something else. It's a very fifth dimensional goal. It's about being the best version of yourself in this lifetime. 
And the rewards don't always hit you in the 3D. Sometimes the rewards are in the 5D, meaning a lot of inward revelations can be gifted to you versus things other people might count as blessings instead. So again, angel numbers come, especially when we're going through times where a lot of reflection, turmoil, sometimes pain, sometimes transition, when we feel very lost. These times are very hard, but it's also interesting because the hard times open us up. They crack us open and your angels look for those opportunities to come in and be like, oop, now I can talk to you because you're looking, you're seeking, you're, you're in kind of a hole. And so you're, you're looking for any way out. And that's an easier time for them to kind of get you versus the happier times. Okay. So basically the relationship with your angels is your own. And this is a big thing I want to stress. Yes. Angel numbers. They come to us all. Sometimes I'll see two, two, two. You'll see two, two, two. They might have a general same meaning like angel trust fall for both of us. But for you, it's because you're going through something and I'm going through something different. So it's going to be changed. The meaning's going to vary for either of us because our angels are ours. Mine aren't yours and yours aren't mine. You have your own special team. When I do readings for people, I I always get my messages from your angels, your spirit guides, and loved ones on the other side. And those are your people. Like when we hang up the phone, you know, it's done. Like they're not, they're, they're with you. They're always with you. They came from you. They're going back to you. I'm just, the, I'm like the phone. I always say that. I'm like the phone. They use me to just say something to you and then we're done. I'm the vehicle in which message can be transferred to you. But listen, there's a hundred ways a day that that same message is trying to come through you because your angels are constantly with you trying to get you to listen and hear them. And a lot of times people ask, hey, what's my angel's guy? What's my angel's name? What are my spirit guide's names? What do they look like? And, you know, I know other readers do different things just from my, just speaking from my own self and the way that I work. Your angels are yours. So I joke sometimes they're a little elitist because they'll give me the information, but they're not cozying up with me being BFFs with me. I, we're exchanging information, then they go back to you. So sometimes I'll get glimpses of them or whispers of a name or something, but honestly, they're yours. And I think that that's the way it should be. They're focused on you. They are committed to your soul contract and your higher consciousness self um, ability and, you know, what's the word? Um, determination to get it all done. So they're committed to you. So yes, your relationship with your angels are your own. By the way, they do have a sense of humor. The more you interact with your angels, the more you're going to see it. So you have to kind of just be open to it. You got to like see things differently and you have to laugh because what I noticed is the sense of humor on the other, on the other side from these higher vibrational beings are very mic drop empath. Like, listen, I see what you're going through, but here's the truth and love it or leave it. But here we go. Now move on or don't. Like, we're not going to sit here and coddle you. That's kind of how they are. And when you figure it out, they're, they're funny about it. 
they will definitely get the last word. They're kind of like your snarky best friend who loves you, but still is like, well, I told you so. And that's kind of the vibe I get generally from the other side in readings and in my own life and whatnot. So the big thing is resonating. And when I talk about resonating, I mean that in any reading, in anything that you're doing, in any spiritual work, religion, anything. It has to resonate. What does resonate mean? Resonate is when you hear something and there's this part inside of you that just unwraps. There's a part inside of you that just unlocks. There's a part inside of you that just says, whoa, yeah, that's right. And it's so automatic. That's what it feels like when something resonates with you. And you can always ask other people, hey, you know, what do you think? I got these numbers. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? But at the end of the day, it has to resonate with you. And it might take some work to understand. And I talk about this in the book. Like, what exactly am I trying to be told? What, am, what exactly am I not hearing? What do I have walls up to changing or to um, hearing? What, what walls up to truth do I have right now? And then once something resonates though, it just melts all that away and you just know. And with anything, any message you ever get from anyone or, or any connection you have spiritually or religiously, it has to resonate. Resonating is your way of knowing that it's true for you. It's true for you. And that's really what we're going for with these angel number things. We want to feel that resonating, that connection, that inner truth, that unlocking. That's the gift of angel numbers. It's kind of like, okay, I believe it. I'm here. I feel it. I'm on the same vibration now and I'm ready. I surrender to my soul contract. What's next? What do I have to see? Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Um, every angel number that you get is about a present situation. I can't stress that more than enough. Like whatever's on, you know, every day we go through something and there's always something in the back of our mind. Maybe it's someone that we love. Maybe it's someone that won't love us back. Maybe it's a financial thing. Maybe it's grief. There's something kind of like the main theme of like the main, I guess, storyline in our, in our mind every day. Sometimes it's like a story arc. It's just something that's always going on. But your angel numbers are usually talking directly to that. It's the present situation on your mind. Sometimes it's the one fueling everything. 
So when you see one, think about well, what's going on right now and does that apply to it? And usually you'll just do that automatically because like, let's be honest, if you're having financial problems and you see something, you're like, you know, see a number, that's what you're going to, that's what you're going to attribute it to. And that's right. Or if you see a number and you're having a unrequited love situation with your twin flame, that's a, a, exactly what it's about. So don't question it. It's the first thing that pops up because that's the thing. It kind of brings out whatever's on your mind. There's always some sort of call to action when you see an angel number. So you don't just, so a lot of times you're like, you see it and you're like, okay, now what? Like, now what? Well, in my book, I give a call to action for each number because I felt that was really important um, to do the work. See, when you see, when you get a message, now you got to go do something, you know? And in my book, I give lots of ideas for each different number, but even if you just want to do it on your own, it's just some call to action. A call to action could be just taking five minutes and thinking about it. A call to action could be writing a new mantra and post it, noting it to your computer screen. A call to action could be calling a friend or organizing your closet or stop procrastinating, getting that oil change. I mean, sometimes it's just a call to action just means go do something now (laughs) that makes you feel like you listened. It's giving that energy out to the universe. I receive it and now I put action towards it. It makes the universe, makes, you know, a hundred times more confident in sending you opportunities because anything that you do small, you do big. So if you can show the universe that you respond to good advice with positive actions, they'll send you more good advice and then you'll do more positive actions and they'll send you opportunities. They'll send you people because they know when you get it, you do something for it. The universe does not like to give you things when you don't pay it forward. When you don't take that information and make yourself better or others better for it. So anytime you see any number, um, even if it's one, 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 oh, I'm seeing one, one, one. That's so cool. I saw it all day today. What does that mean? That means, oh, screenshot. All right. Get my mindset kind of right. Let's start. You know, I'm going to write down three things that I'm grateful for right now, or you're driving. I'm going to list three things I'm grateful for right now out loud. Boom. There call to action. You showed the universe that you got a message and you're doing something with it and you're open. It's just like when you have a friend and you give them advice and they're just like, oh, and then they just go do whatever they were doing anyways. You're like, wow, okay, well, don't ask me if you're not going to do anything with it because it's like you feel drained when you give advice that you were asked for and a friend doesn't do anything with it. It's draining for you. And what does it make you feel? It makes you feel like you don't want to help them anymore. Well, the universe is the same way. If they're giving you advice and you just like, hmm. Never mind. I'm not doing it. Like the the universe is like, well, all right, forget it. Not helping you anymore. You drained me. And they just walk right away from you. So you want to be receptive to that energy. Trust me, it helps a lot. The next thing I wanted to talk about is good fear versus bad fear. The truth hurts. We all know that. The truth hurts. The truth sometimes really hurts. Um, the more you get it though, the more you crave that hurt. Like, oh yeah, that's a good pain because there's good pain and bad pain too. And the truth can give you that good pain. Like, mm. and your angels love that. They love to give you that. Uh, they they kind of want to desensitize you to being 
defensive against it. I'm sure you can imagine older versions of yourself or perhaps the current version of yourself. When you hear something you don't want to hear, maybe you used to get defensive, immediately defensive. Um, Man, your angels love to push a button, okay? So as soon as you get that way, oh, they'll just give you 10 more scenarios where you're going to get that way because they want to desensitize you to feeling defensive. It's much easier over time and they will wear you down when they send you a message and it hurts. Maybe, you know, back to the unrequited love thing. Maybe um, now you're seeing this guy and he said all these things to you, but you see him all of a sudden you get information that he's moved on with somebody else. Man, that hurts. That's not good, but he said all these things to me. How can I let it go? He, he told me all these things. Didn't he mean it? And your mind goes in cycles and your angels are like, what do you, I just showed you that he moved time to move on. And then if you don't, they'll show you a hundred more ways to move on. And it hurts every time they want to desensitize you to the point where you see something like that. And you're like, yep, I got the memo and I am moving on. They want to get you to that point. So there's good pain, bad pain, and there's good fear and bad fear. When they send you numbers. So many times I hear people saying, oh my gosh, I'm seeing 333 all over the place. I'm so scared. Because what happens is the numbers will follow you and it can be a little disconcerting because like you're not used to it or you're feeling like watched or you're like, oh my gosh, does this mean something bad's going to happen to me? Now, 333 means balance and it's a lovely number, but... Um, really what they're trying to tell you with that repetition is pay attention. Your ego is the part that can make you have the fear because your ego does not want you to change or grow or learn new things or listen to your angels or take good advice. Your, your ego loves you to get defensive and keep doing the same thing over and over again. Like that's your ego's best day. So when you start seeing these things that are kind of going to be a catalyst if you let it in, your ego is like, oh, activate the fear. Well, that's good fear, all right? That's, that's a good fear. You listen to that. Your angels will never send you something that would give you the bad fear. Bad fear is like actual fear. Like, I probably shouldn't drive, uh, you know, when I've had a few and it's, you know, like that's, yes, that is the good fear. We listen to that fear, <laughs> you know, I'm going to call an Uber. That's not, be, that's not being chicken, that's being listening to the ego for good. All right. So that's great stuff. But the bad fear is, oh my gosh, I'm not going to journal or listen to this or pay more attention or be better of a person. That's the good fear. So we listen to that. We don't listen to that. And we, we, we just move through it, but your angels will never send you scary stuff. They don't try to be scary. They're, they're really, if anything, just a little sarcastic and very, um, like I said, mic drop snarky, but they're not nasty at all. They love you. And it's kind of like, it's guys, it's funny. It's kind of like, you know, you have that friend and you're like, listen, make sure I don't, you know, you're going out with your girlfriend and you know, that guy's going to be there. And you're like me and you tell your friend, like, whatever happens, make sure I don't drink too much and hit on him. Like whatever happens, you make sure that I don't drink too much and make a fool out of myself and go hit on him because he's a jerk and we all know it. But my drunk self doesn't know it. And your friend's like, yeah, I got you. And then you get there 
and then your friend sees you drinking too much and then making your way over there and your friend's like, what the heck? That's like your angels. And that's like, that's like you in this lifetime. The annoying drunk friend who's doing stuff that you made them promise to make sure you didn't do. So what's the sober wing person friend going to do? They're going to get snarky. And that's like your angels. You know, they're like, listen, like we made this soul contract before you came down here. Um, you said to watch out, to make sure you didn't do this stupid stuff or talk to this person from your soul family or you, you learn this lesson already and not have to learn it a hundred times. And, and, and they get, they're just like, listen, you, you asked me to, so here I am. So that's kind of like the relationship. If you think of it that way, the deal is you have to build the bond with your angels. And, and like, I, you know, and you can do this in so many ways, but they want you to talk back to them. So when you're seeing all these numbers, set start doodling them, use them in your passwords, use them in your screen names, make a background on your phone with them. Um, start signing your name with them. I mean, make art with them, create with them, draw them, paint them, whatever. Do something to kind of put that energy back out there too. Uh, there's also nothing wrong with asking your angels for clarity is this is not a one-way conversation. They absolutely want you to ask them like, Hey, what'd this mean? Or what'd that mean? And it's okay to do that. You can say it out loud. You have to be very purposeful when you ask them, like, I need you to give me a sign either way that I can interpret as a yes or no, or if I'm on the right path or not. And It's something that then you have to be open to how they answer you back because they could use numbers, they can use other people, they can use nature symbols, they can use all sorts of things. They can grab your attention, all of a sudden you notice a billboard or you open your phone at the right second, you see this post. You know, There's so many things that they can use to send you your response, but you have to be open to it. And on a final note, being open Sometimes our ego will trick us into not being open because it'll tell us that we're foolish or silly or gullible or dumb or I don't know, there's woke or so many, so many um, negative things. And I think how I use it is honestly being open-minded is smart in all contexts of life. There's nothing wrong with listening. You listen with an open mind and you take it in and you just consider it. And if it resonates, it stays. And if it doesn't, it just leaves you no big deal. So being open-minded is actually a very intelligent way to be. If you think about it, people who shut everything down out of fear that they're going to be or look a certain way or get taken advantage of, actually get taken advantage of. People who aren't scared of that don't because you have an open mind. Okay. I hope this helped you understand what my purpose in writing the angel numbers book was and how I feel your relationship with your angels can be strengthened and how you have a personal relationship with them. They are yours and go out and do that today. Strengthen that relationship with the high vibrational beings around you that truly just want you to live your authentic, aligned, and best life. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. 
So what do you think? All right. So, you know, I've been, you know, I've been working on building my relationship with you my have. spirit guides. Yes. Phoebe and me, everyone knows Phoebe by now. <laughs> it's strained. It's strained. And I've, I've actually thought about if, seeing if I can get someone else, oh, yeah, an, a new in, person. You put in for a transfer? Yeah, maybe I could bribe them or something. You know, maybe give them a $20 bill like my Do dad to get into the Do restaurant. Do you like cash? I like, he likes cash, yeah, or, or whatever. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, I'm glad you took it seriously. <laughs> You know, I always do. Well, I, I mean, I was so red from that Disney trip. I got to let the blue back in. I got to yes. get back to my normal self. Right. And, you know, by, by my jovial self, the yeah. leader of the jovial cult. And, <laughs> um, you know, all right. So for our, our, we're on 111, our 111 episode. Yay. And, you know, let, let's do a few aura color reads here. Um, and the first one we had, these were people from the Mystic Kale Spiritual Family page. Mm-hmm. They put these in on a thread we have going. And here we go. Joanna H., She writes, thank you both for such an amazing job. I'm blessed to be able to hear your podcast and learn so much from it. It really... I think she's trying to say it really heightens her vibration. It really hires her vibration. She'd be honored to hear her colors from us. And she lives in Sweden. Sweden. All the way from Sweden. That's so cool. That is really cool. Okay. So Joanna is purple and blue. She's purple blue. All right. We have Heather and she is wearing a... Drew, this is interesting because the next two. She's wearing a Drew Brees jersey from the Saints who played the Bills last night and lost. Uh, She said, so that might affect the color, but I think the picture was taken. Right. I don't, so Heather W. writes, I don't know my colors yet. I've been told that I might be blue and purple, but I'd love to know. I love you guys and your podcast. Well, you are blue and purple. And you are blue and purple. Okay. That's awesome. That's great. The next one is interesting because she's wearing a Bills jersey. Whoa. She's Nicole F. And she writes, go Bills. <laughs> I posted my review but didn't know how to put it on a row. Hmm. That might be some weird, weird going on with the yellow then. Yeah, I don't quite understand. Stumped on my colors <laughs> and hoping after a Bills win, you may want to pick me. Go Bills. Love the Bills and your podcast. Oh. What does she love more, the podcast or the Bills though? You have to love the Bills more. No, you have to love the I'm podcast sorry. more. I'm sorry. I'm just too Buffalonian oh, for that. Oh, boo. All right. <laughs> Just like you have to. No. KYA is so much better than the Bills. Oh, right. no, I, so, I can't. I'm going to get can't. some hate DMs. Hate no, DMs I coming. can't. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, Nicole. So you're purple and blue with a little, like, inauthentic yellow. It's a tinge. That might be that yellow comment in there. Could be. Okay. All right. Christine S. writes, I've been dying to know what my aura is. My cousin is convinced I'm indigo. And I have to, and I have to know if she's right. She's right. You're indigo and purple, a little inauthentic red, okay. which I'll see on indigo sometimes. Alrighty, got a couple more here. We have Sky K, and she writes: Has anyone ever else thought about how it's like our lives are stuck in a game? Jumanji. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Yeah, she got deep. She got deep. Where MM and Scotty are helping us with every episode to win the game and set us free. So, so she, you know what she's G. trying to say. No, I have no idea. Yeah, I know. I, I just I'll <laughs> interpret it for you. Tell me. She's trying to say like Jumanji is your metaphor for the 3D world. Oh. And every time you say the word Jumanji, you're tearing off metaphorically a layer of your 3D self oh, instead my. of clothing. She just made you intelligent. Sky, <laughs> you are my new favorite listener. That, that is what I was trying to do the entire yeah, right. time. Yes. Yes. Now, someone, fi- okay, I, here's the thing. I didn't want to say it myself. 
I didn't want to, you know, I wanted people to, you know what, sometimes I'll tell a joke and then I'll tell the joke after and you get yes, annoyed with me. Yes, yes. No, I wanted people to figure that out. And oh, Sky did. Oh, right. She figured out yes. that every clothing piece sure. is a layer. There yes. you go. Thank you know, you, that's Sky. like in books, like literature. When like, you know, 100, 200, 300 years after it's written, like people still find meanings, what the author meant. And it's like, did they? No, no. <laughs> did they mean that? That's what I meant. Well, skies, turquoise, and purple. Oh, of course. Perfect. Just like our Abby. Yes. All right. Grace F. writes, I love the KYA podcast more than the Bills and the Space <laughs> MM and Scott Holt for this community. It's so great. Grace. Grace is yellow and blue. Yellow and blue. Okay. I love yellow blues. All right, we have two more here. Jasmine B. writes, Hi, I'm new to the group and to this podcast. I discovered KYA about a week ago. Oh, new listener. Okay. You have a lot of catching up there, Jasmine. 110 episodes. Yeah. It's been life-changing to say the least. I find each episode so captivating, and I'm enjoying the journey of learning about auras. I have a funny story as how do I got into it, but I suspect my colors are purple and yellow, but who knows? Well, I want to hear the story of how you got into it. Love, love, love the podcast. Well, she is purple and yellow. She's purple. And I love yellow. when people like a lot of you do know your own colors because I mean I put it out there so much like with so many examples like I'm really trying to make it accessible for you to read yourself. So when people do that, I'm like, yay, that's great. It's working. All right. It's awesome. And we do want to hear that story. Yes. All right, our last and final one. Petro H's <laughs> brother. Petro what? H's brother, and he writes his name is Paul Herbovitz. <laughs> Paul Herbowitz. Okay, I'm looking at his pic. I, I didn't give you this one, so I'll do it myself. And he's looking very, 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 very blue. He looks like the, you know, like he needs Paul like, Herbowitz. Paul Herbowitz. He says he's Petro H's brother. Is he kind now? Is I guess he, he's Petro Hanchar. I'm assuming he's brother. So Petro Hanchar is like the the purple red, purple like red, yeah. Rico Suave type. Yeah. Is Pe- Paul Herbowitz? Is yeah. he like a nerd? He from his picture, <laughs> he looks like. Yeah, you know, he looks like he might have asthma. Uh, he looks like he might complain about the air, like it might be dry or something. Paul H. Yeah. Is he you? No, it's not, it's not me. All right. All right. Let's end this thing. Thank you, Thank you all everybody. so much for hanging out with us on our 111th episode. You know, this podcast is for you and about you, and we're so grateful for you all. And take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.